what does anybody do when they kill a person with a snowball? They take out their phone and I took a selfie with the dead body in the back. <laughs> I got so, stuck on the slide. Freddy Fonz Bears? Fonz Bears. Fonz Bears. Fonz Bears. He's not the Fonz. <laughs> He's the Fonz of Bears. He's just Henry, Henry Winkler in a bear costume. <laughs> hey. Hey, I'm gonna kill ya. I'm Freddy. <laughs> What's up, Internet? I'm Frank from Studio 232, and joining me as usual is... I am Polo. And I'm Schmitty. What's going on, guys? I watched the Space Jam. Wow. <laughs> because I wanted to. He wanted to be welcome to the jam. Yeah. Because it was time to was, slam. As a child. I mean, that's but, not... But it, it's time to slam, so it's welcome not. to the jam. Welcome to Japan. <laughs> Still one of my favorite pictures. <laughs> it's like a sign in the airport for in like Japan, and it's just like, "Come on and slam and welcome to Japan." And I was like, "I hope this is fucking real." <laughs> really do. It's fantastic. It's it really is. I love that picture. Yeah, but you know, I wanted to watch it because I, as I said last week, I'm a really big fan of Space Jam as a kid. So I was like, "Let's let's see." And my ringing endorsement is that I didn't hate it. And that was probably about the best it was going to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It it was pretty good. They they had some really good moments. They LeBron James was pretty good in it, except for his voice acting. He's not that great of a voice actor, but that a lot of... He's a basketball player. Yeah, he's a basketball player. But he was a pretty good actor. Like, the rest of the movie... When he was just himself, he was doing fine. It's what he was... When he was... They cartooned him and made him into a Looney Tune for a bit. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, no, you're not... Voice acting is its own specific talent, and some people can do it, and some people just can't. They should have made him a Tiny Tune, and then maybe I'd watch it. I, I will say, um, I'm going to throw a bit of spoilers out here. Um, oh no, whatever will we do? <laughs> <laughs> the best joke in the whole thing is there. there's one scene during halftime, and they're like, we've got Michael Jordan coming. He's going to help save the team. Oh, Michael's here? His hairness? Because they're all excited because they actually referenced that they actually played with Michael a bit in the first Space Jam. And they're like, oh shit, Michael Jordan's coming in. And then it's Michael B. Jordan. And then oh. someone's, I, I forget who, I think it was Daffy, he screams, we, you couldn't get Michael A. Jordan, so you got Michael B. Jordan? Damn. <laughs> All right. I like it. He was supportive, though. He was. It's Michael B. Jordan. Come on, guys, you can, I, you can do it. I don't know why I'm here either, yeah. <laughs> I will say the entire thing was one giant advertisement for HBO Max, though. Like, that was obvious. Just how many characters they threw in, and you're like, all of these things are on HBO Max, except for Iron Giant, but he's there. Um, Was he there? Yeah, he was He was there. How do you yeah. miss the Iron Giant, Yeah, Schmitty? how did you miss the Iron Giant? <laughs> I remember King Kong. He's a giant yeah. made of iron. What the fuck? That, <laughs> the weird... that, that shark from, uh, from Harvey Birdman, he was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Space Ghost was there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Batman. They were all there. All, yeah. the, all the, all your Warner Brother properties that you yeah. would want to see, they're, they're all there. And that was the thing. If any of the properties had a movie coming out soon or anything relevant, they would hit that one even harder. Like they were, they must have mentioned the Matrix about six times in that. I'm like, I get it. Matrix 4 is coming out. <laughs> I know. I'm excited too. That's the movie I want to be watching. 
In so, what also, context do they also, mention the Matrix in Space Jam? <laughs> well, okay, the first time they mention it is when LeBron gets sucked into the whole because this is happening in like a a vir- like an internet space kind of thing. And when he first gets sucked into it, he just goes, what the Matrix hell is going on? And I'm like, okay, that felt kind of forced, but all right. And (laughs) then, like, they're flying through past the different worlds, and they pass Matrix world. And then Granny redoes the scene as Trinity in the beginning of the first Matrix. I thought Um, we were done parodying that fucking scene at this point. (laughs) It came out in 1999. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. But well, LeBron was trying to put together his like perfect team, and, and one of the one of his choices was Trinity. Yeah, that makes total, oh. total sense. Makes total like sense. Like actual Trinity, like like, like yeah, well, they Moss? didn't. They, they did not have her. Oh. No, they didn't oh, have a lot of the people like connected. To, like when you looked really close at people in the crowds, and you're like, "That's not Jack Nicholson as the Joker." Well, of course it's not. (laughs) Dude's like 95. Yeah. (laughs) That's not the guy from Clockwork Orange. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of that. Which they don't focus on it, but it's enough for you to tell a lot of the characters. They got characters from Game of Thrones show up in there. Game of Thrones get referenced a ton in that. And I'm like, what the hell? I will will mention the craziest cameo they had was... The Mad Max world with Wile E. Coyote? Like, I, I did yeah. not expect that. That one I did not <laughs> see coming. It was so great. <laughs> there were there was a lot of really, really cool scenes in it. And I think my biggest problem with it was it, it was the basketball because it wasn't basketball. Because that was no. the whole thing. No, and it was the like point video game system, basketball. Yeah, but the point system made no goddamn sense whatsoever. And, like, that's what I was like, okay, I know the Looney Tunes are going to win this game, but, like, hide it a bit more. Like, this is, <laughs> this is upsettingly it was, stupid. It was the Harlem Globetrotters logic yeah. of, of basketball. Yeah, if they were also Looney Tunes who could do crazy Looney Tunes shit at the same time. <laughs> it was certainly a weird, like, the way they showed the basketball of it all was very strange and odd. Considering the first movie which was mostly actual basketball with some Looney Tune antics. And that that was it. But they played a game of basketball. This game, they're like, nah, nah, it's just, nothing matters here. The Looney Tunes are going to win. It does it. I will say, though, I, I got to give it to LeBron. He actually made me feel at one point, And at one scene, I might have had like the one tear dripping down my face. Like it was a very impactful scene. So it was surprisingly good acting from LeBron. So that was good. But yeah, I didn't hate it, and I stick with Schmitty's review. If you could watch it and you're not paying for it, watch it. Not Ooh, that's it. That, but all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you have no nostalgia for the first one, which I think the first one's still better. This one just went too fast. Like, they were just rushing through every single thing and trying to do so much of it. That's because that... nobody has an attention span these days. <laughs> yeah, and I, maybe I'm they too old. just gotta go. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm too old for it. Because, like, the 90s movie was pretty well-paced. I, I was following it pretty easily. And this one, I'm just like, what the fuck is happening right now? Why, <laughs> are they already at the basketball game? What the shit? <laughs> That's what you're there for. Yeah. <laughs> Get right to it. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I didn't hate the Lola Bunny. Zendaya did a great job on it. Um, it was cool to watch her be a, to train in the Mesca with uh, Wonder Woman to try and be an Amazonian warrior. I was like, that's neat. 
Can, that's actually the movie I want to see. Can I watch that one instead? Uh, <laughs> this movie sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it it is ridiculous. It is absolutely but not in ridiculous. Like a great way. <laughs> yeah. It it that's why it, it wasn't bad. It it had enough ridiculous where I was like, okay, okay, I'll finish this out. I don't know if I'll watch it again, but I'll finish it out. <laughs> and yeah, I didn't hate it. I did. I love it now, but I didn't hate it. <laughs> there you go. Okay, a ring endorsement. Yeah, the back of the box quote. <laughs> so speaking of sports, uh oh, the, the Olympics Why? are happening. I, I that's that's the transition. That's, In that's... all the years of this entire podcast, nobody has ever brought up the Olympics, yeah, and you right? decide Who the to fuck cares. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say about the Olympics, Schmitty? Uh, I have to it say, better be good. It's, it's it's probably oh, yeah. a bad idea. I, I... <laughs> yeah, the Oli- having the Olympic Games, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I watched some of their um, opening. I think it was the opening ceremony or whatever that was, and and it, it was what mostly it them was. trying to justify why they're still having it during the middle of a pandemic and a state yeah, no of emergency in Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That seems like a weird time to have the Olympics, but it was, uh, which it was sucks. like them constantly going, no, no, no. It's tradition. They they have to. This this has to happen. Like, if it was tradition, they would have done it last year when they were supposed to. <laughs> yeah 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 it still says tokyo 2020 everywhere like in all the all the stuff and i'm like this is not 2020 yeah yeah they're in denial <laughs> yeah it i will say that that what really sucks about it is i was kind of interested to see what japan would bring to the table because you know it's japan they're gonna get a little weird here and there and come I on and slam s- and welcome to japan <laughs> exactly <laughs> which if I can, that's going to be the title of this podcast. Uh, I'll try and find the picture. I got to find it. I have it somewhere. <laughs> I, I did see one newscaster dressed up as Jiraiya from Naruto, and I was like, okay, Japan. Nice. All right. <laughs> okay. Only in Japan could that ever happen. True. But I, I didn't get to see enough of, like, their opening ceremony. I did see they took, like, thousands of drones to make this giant light-up drone in the sky, which looked really fucking cool. And I saw that on, like, a UFO page, and they were like, this is why it's hard to tell if there's UFOs or not. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, fair. But otherwise, I've seen some of it every now and then. Not really paying attention. I literally couldn't care less about that. It's just like, oh, cool, yeah, there's there's people fucking doing, I don't care. (laughs) Like, what what impact does this have on me? None. I'm upset that I miss ping pong. I wanted to watch the ping pong tournament because <laughs> that's like my favorite olympic sport i'm like yeah fucking olympic ping pong let's go <laughs> tony tony hawk was apparently there um, oh yeah they not... added skateboarding this year yeah but he was not in the skateboarding he was just well he just he's like a japan. 59 year old dude <laughs> which is why he shouldn't be going to japan right now <laughs> stay at home tony hawk spend time with your kids don't don't go traveling Now's not the time for that. Yeah. Did he get, like, misidentified on his travels to Japan? Because those are the best parts of, like, the I, I don't know. You just see, like, a Tony Hawk tweet, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I was on a flight, and somebody's like, hey, you look like Tony Hawk. And he's like, yeah, I know. No, he, he wanted to go there. He was like, they have a new skateboard park here. I want to check it out. I'm like, Tony Hawk, not the time. <laughs> well, you know, no time like the present, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. But yeah, I, I didn't see the skateboarding. My my dad found it very odd, and I'm like, it makes sense more sense to me than surfing. So, <laughs> yeah. well, you, it's uniform. You know, I, uh, 
Do you want to provide another transition? Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> yeah, let's see where you go from here. Speaking of Skate, they're releasing wow. Skate 4. Wait, what? Really? Dude. Yeah, yeah. I think they released a, a trailers. I didn't watch it. I don't, I don't actually care about I'm, Skate 4. I'm then why did you bring interested. this up? <laughs> why are Not you the, interested? Why are I, people interested in Skate 4? Because I don't know, you a, brought it up. <laughs> yeah, because skate the skate series was a really good skateboarding game. Yeah, you might not like skateboarding games, but it, it's a pretty good one. Uh, that one, the big benefit to that was they gave you a lot more freedom, like than the Tony Hawk games did, and the way you control the board was more actual control of the board and not just here do this trick with these combos. So it it's a certainly an interesting game. Surprisingly, has still a dedicated community. So. It's people have been wanting Skate Four for a while now. Yes, yes, yeah. I've I've heard that. Yeah, so <laughs> the want for Skate Four, people wow. posting every time EA would post something on Instagram, people would comment about Skate Four. Yeah, it was. I played uh, Skate Three because it came over to Game Pass. I don't know. So I was like, so I I played a bit of it. I jumped into it, and it it's not bad. For uh, every now and then, I I get the urge to do. St- video games like that i don't know why i just like them it's something from my childhood i played a lot of tony hawk as a kid so <laughs> well actually i played one tony hawk demo i got from pizza hut a lot as a kid <laughs> that's 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 my that's that <laughs> I, I miss demos let <laughs> me talk about that before but like i i i miss having demos of games there's still demos that exist. Yeah, but like even even now, like they have those demo weeks on Steam where it's like, ah, oh, you can play demos for like one week before the games are released. And I'm like, that I want to be able to play them after they're released to know if I want to buy them. Schmidt, you're never gonna play it though. What does it matter? <laughs> yeah, I might play it if you're not gonna play it. How many games do you have unplayed? Uh, probably yeah. a, a few thousand. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do hear my girlfriend play. Uh, she plays a lot of demos on her Switch to try out games. Like the the Switch has a bunch of demos. Mm, I so. couldn't use some demos on the fucking Oculus Quest. That'd be oh, great. I'm sure you could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We actually we were playing. Um, Ryan, John, and I were playing this new game uh, the other night. It's called Demio. It's um, like a VR like tabletop RPG game. It's fucking nuts. Oh. We had a lot of fun. Oh, cool. Yeah, you that like you get your little you you pick one of the characters, there's like a, a warrior and like a swordsman, like an assassin, like a hunter, and then you, you go into like their little dungeon. I don't know if they're like randomly generated or anything. I don't know how that works, but there's like three uh different sets of rooms in each campaign. There's only like two campaigns so far. Um I think it only came out like a month ago. But um yeah, it was cool. We had a good time playing it. It was a lot of fun. Sounds good. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because you can, like, look at it from, like, the tabletop level. So, like, you look down and you just look like you're playing, like, a board game. Or you can, like, literally zoom in and be, like, in the hallway with them. And so I was just literally just, like, zooming in. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm down here. And there's just, like, fucking spiders coming out of nowhere. These fucking giant cave trolls. And Ryan's, like charming them so now they're fighting on our side so we're just like running through a dungeon with a giant fucking cave troll and we're like all right this is fucking ridiculous and then of course you know that charm only lasts for like three turns so all of a sudden we're like all right the cave cave troll's about to turn on us so we have to like turn on the cave troll before he can kill us (laughs) this does 
this does sound great to me as a D&D player who's just like, that sounds like fucking D&D. I'm it's like D&D light because there's yeah. no like math involved. You just roll one die and it's like, I, I don't know, it's, it's many sided. I don't know specifically how many, but there's a decent amount of sides on the die. One of them is a miss. One of them is a crit. The rest of them are attack. So it's just like, all right. And you just fucking roll the dice and you just, you know, do whatever you would like to do. You get like um, certain abilities and stuff like that that come with cards and, um, you know, through, like, killing things throughout the level, you'll get, like, it fills up, like, an experience bar, and then you'll get, like, a new card when you fill up the experience bar and stuff like that. It was, it was pretty cool. Like I said, it's yeah. like D&D Lite. It's very, it's very similar to that, but just... Oh, that's cool. Way easier. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was really cool, so we're, we're definitely gonna have to play that shit again. But what sucked is, like, they have this, like, experience progression bar outside of like the actual gameplay and we're looking at it and you're like oh okay cool so you can unlock like different uh costumes for the heroes and you can unlock different base plates for your character and like how you see other people is they have this mask so it's like little eyes and like gloves that's how you just see other people in the game and so you can unlock different masks throughout doing this so they're all like tied to levels and I'm, you know we finished the game and i was like all right well like how many levels did we get like you know we were playing for a little while. Come out of the game, we got one level. And I went, great. That's, that sounds exactly right. That's a D&D campaign. It takes an like, entire night yeah. to get one level. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the problem. is The character that I'm playing as, the new costume is at level 19. And I was like, I'm going to be playing forever to get a fucking character costume. God damn yep. it. <laughs> it's bullshit. Absolute bullshit. <laughs> yep, welcome to D&D. So but it's not actually D&D. <laughs> it sounds pretty damn similar to D and D. Close, but it's not yeah. actually. It. Oh yeah, they can't. They can't do it exact because you know copyrights and shit like that. And you know D and D did sanction it, so it's like yeah. So you'd have to either get D and D or Pathfinder to to actually pay for that game. <laughs> so I mean, maybe if it does well enough, they, they'll get they'll connect to it fully. That would be Who neat. Knows? That would be really neat because that's what I've always wanted to do. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you would really enjoy it. I know it's coming yeah. out at some point soon on the PC, and then you could play with people who are also playing VR. Like it's going to be cross-platform like that. But oh, that's um, cool. But yeah, at the moment, it is only on uh, the VR headsets. But it's, it's I'd want to. Cool. I'd want to DM a campaign like that and just be able to just mess with it and like build that story. For everybody, yeah. just that would maybe be eventually. Cool. Yeah, but now it's I mean, literally you, just you said it's new. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, right now, it's literally just you. You click it, and you're like, "Here, you're doing this," and you're like, "Okay." <laughs> it's yeah. like great. Why not? It does take a while for those things to build up. You know yeah. that, but that it certainly happened before with certain uh, like D and D playing things that you could like buy D and D books and then and then actually use those characters and such. And I'm like, eh, that's, that's pretty neat. So okay. it, it takes a bit for it to, to all get there, but uh, hopefully it does. I'm actually, I hope that keeps moving forward. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if it eventually got to that point, actually. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Because it's, yeah. it's not like crazy, like, uh, graphics or anything. Like, it's literally just like, it looks like a, a tabletop that you have, like, 
you know, all like the miniature setup. It looks like a really good like D and D campaign that you know somebody would be putting on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I know you. I know you, Paul, would understand this reference, but it kind of looks like how Heroes and Halfwits did it, where they had like all like yeah. the the big stuff around. They had the little figures, and you know, like they had the rooms, like the walls, and like just shit like that. It, it's kind of like that where okay. they like got into it. So you know, it, it's very reminiscent of just like an actual set of miniatures around and stuff like that not just like oh yeah you're just kind of in a room you know oh yeah look over there there's a a spider and you're like oh a spider (laughs) like the fucking spider comes at you and he's like i'm gonna fucking jump on your face you're like god damn it there's a spider again fuck (laughs) i will say it probably goes a lot smoother because there's a probably a lot less arguing on the rules because that's yes yes the rule is you do the thing and that's it (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly. Where whereas D and D, there's always wait. Does that work like that? Does this work like that? What about this? Yeah. They, oh no, don't do that. That can't work. Yeah. Um, but that's the problem with having the whole thing happen in your imagination. True. <laughs> but um, yeah, that definitely sounds interesting. Yeah, I'll have to like send you a trailer for it or whatever because it's definitely pretty cool just to even look at it. I'm like, all right, that seems like fun and. Well, I, I sent it to Ryan and John when it first came out, and Ryan was like, can we please play this? And I was like, yes, we can play this. <laughs> Ryan was like, I want to play this very much. I was like, okay. <laughs> does It does kind of sound like exactly his cup of tea, even though, yeah. Though I've never played D&D with Ryan. I've also never played D&D with Schmitty, and I know he plays. <laughs> I, I wow, Schmitty, what the fuck? <laughs> I played with you once a very long time ago, friend. <laughs> yes that happened that was the dm i read a book yes <laughs> yeah. i was like okay um i have no idea what i'm doing you're like neither do we i was like okay great <laughs> we hung out in the burger king in the mall for way too long and rob bought yeah. the whole basic starter deck from 2007 so <laughs> and it's yeah. all been downhill since then <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, that was a good time. I think I still have a, um, it was a Revenge of the Sith choose your side sticker thing to win free stuff at Burger King. I think I still have one of those sitting on my wall, so. <laughs> okay. <Lord. laughs> oh, yeah, so. Which which side did you choose? Dark side, obviously. It was Revenge yeah. of the Sith, man. Duh. <laughs> Come on, Schmitty. What the fuck? Yeah, we knew how that one was going to end. <laughs> I, I figured, but I, you know, I need to ask. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you guys watch the um, Avengers Assembled for Loki that came out nah, last week? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it was really good. I watched it uh, this morning. Um, and, like, they had a, like, it literally, Tom Hiddleston takes you through from, like, his before he even got cast as Loki and like his audition and like be Thor. And like, apparently he was like working uh, with Kenneth Branagh who directed Thor. He was like working on a project with him when he got uh, offered the job as director for Thor. And, and Tom Hiddleston just kind of looks at him and he's like, you got to let me audition for this. <laughs> he's like, ah, <laughs> well, <laughs> he's like, no, you have to. <laughs> he's like, okay. <laughs> but it was really cool. So they showed like a little bit of like the, the video of him auditioning as Thor, which was just strange. Cause he's like blonde and everything. Oh, it was so weird. That is but, weird. Um, 
Yeah, and you're just like, this isn't Thor. That's not Thor at all. Which, you know, you can say after fucking however, what, like fucking 14 years of hindsight, whatever. Um, you're just like, that's not Thor. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, it but was But he it was does really play cool. an amazing Loki, and we all know Oh, that. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. And yeah. then they go through and they just, you know, they talk about, like, the, the process of making the show, obviously, and how um, a lot of the sets and stuff like that were actually, like, practical sets, like that... Um, that little like city that they were running through uh loki and sylvie to get to that uh rocket to get them out of there that was an actual like fucking practical set that wasn't like green screen or anything that's why it looks so damn yeah oh yeah Yeah. it was fucking awesome and like they're like they talk a lot about that and how they're like yeah you know we had to make like literally a, a little village and like you know the creator of it like walks through and they're like yeah look at this look at that this is all like black paint and stuff on it so it adds a lot of the light to it and i was like oh shit that's really fucking cool um i would actually love to walk through that if that was like a set piece yeah, right? in, like a in a disney area of the park oh, i would yeah. be like so fuck cool. yeah i want to walk through the fucking planet that gets destroyed yeah that place looks awesome oh yeah it was very cool and it was cool to yeah. see the set because they, they showed it like in the daytime and um, like I said, they used a lot of black paint, black light paint. So, you know, when they, when it became night, which is what they filmed in the, the black light paint really made it come alive, but it looks so much different during the day just because of the different colors that they used. It was just really cool looking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they talked to a bunch of the actors that were in the show. Like, you know, um, they talked to the guy that is going to play Kang the Conqueror, the one that played uh, yeah. He Who Remains. And he was talking about just like his processes and, you know, how um, like how he uh, approached that one character, He Who Remains, as opposed to like what, you know, his MCU future will be, essentially. Um, it was really cool. I was like, all right, yeah. this is, this is going to be great. And then, you know, he's, of course, like, dicking around with owen wilson for a little while and owen wilson tells this story where he's like yeah you know i was talking to tom hiddleston when i first got cast and you know he's he's uh he's telling me how you know he he was doing shakespeare and he's like (laughs) he looks at the camera he goes and he asked me have you ever done shakespeare and and he's like literally no one in my entire life has ever asked if i have done shakespeare he goes ben stiller's not gonna look at me and go hey owen wilson are you doing shakespeare he's like no one will believe me. i started dying yeah <laughs> i was like that's entirely fair owen wilson <laughs> i did see that specific part did you <laughs> yeah i was so good i was laughing I saw my ass sh- off. show showed up as like a meme and i was like fantastic what is this oh from? yeah oh that's where it's yep. from now i know <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely watch it when you get the chance. I know we didn't actually talk about. I know we talked about it for WandaVision. We didn't talk about it for Falcon and the Winter Soldier because I forgot all about it by the time Falcon and Winter Soldier came out. So I watched it probably a month later, like right before Loki came out, and that one was really good too. Um, so definitely check it out if you know. I mean, obviously you've been following along with the podcast and hearing us talk about it if you're you know any sort of a fan of these shows definitely check them out they're just right there on disney plus it's just avengers assembled and they just go through all that behind the scenes shit it's really fucking cool (laughs) i i want to check it out but also i'm lost in the hbo max of it all right now like and i i finally get hbo max after months of not having it 
just forever of not having it. I finally get it. Was the first thing I watched? Impractical Jokers. <laughs> hey, you can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, I I went Cannot back. Go wrong. I went back to like season one of the show, and wow. they went to Great Adventure, a place me yeah. and you both work, Frank. And they had the stupid fucking yellow shirts on, and I just, I, like, my body just, like, shivered when I saw it. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And I, but also it was nice to, like, see the park, because I haven't seen the park in, like, a decade. <laughs> like I know, that. I want to go there. Yeah. Like, and I talked about it with, uh, with John and Ryan earlier, like, this yeah. year. I was like, I want to go to Six Flags this summer, because I haven't been there since probably like at least 2011 so it's probably been about yeah. 10 years and that i haven't been there i haven't ridden a couple of the brand new rides i mean brand new i mean they're fucking years old at this point there is one that is brand new there and i'm like yeah. i would like to go and they're like yeah yeah totally of course it's not gonna fucking happen but you know yeah. <laughs> i would definitely and you gotta like watch to go. out with uh with the, oh do you hear about el toro falling off the fucking track yeah it, uh, <laughs> apparently that's good. been happening all over the country this year for whatever oh, cool. reason. Yeah. I, you still I use them for a year about. and they start falling apart? They were using them. Yeah. They, uh, the, the park was open last year during oh, during COVID. That when is I was, true. It was. Yeah. When yeah. I was driving through the, uh, the park for the winter light show, I saw a bunch of signs where they'd have mask-free zones where you could hang out without a mask <laughs> on. But it was like this small God. little area and I'm like, okay, why is this an area you could hang out without your mask on and force everybody in the same location without their mask? That seems worse. <laughs> oh. yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do yeah. it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that that's an odd choice, but okay. At least it's all, you know, outdoors, and that's a little bit better, so that's a thing. A little bit. But, <laughs> I, I mean, some of the rides, like, they get indoors when you get to the end of the queue line, so that's yeah. not so much the case. Yep. But yeah, I, I obviously haven't been in for, I went to the light show and that was it. And I was like, yeah. oh yeah, the light show, neat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's a bunch of new coasters there and that's cool. And I kind of want to see the park again in the daylight and uh, see how it was back in the day. Though I found it funny where they were doing the Impractical Jokers bit was the one area of the park where like employees don't fucking go over <laughs> by like Houdini area and like towards oh, the yeah. front of the park. And I'm like, all employees take the secret employee entrance, which I won't tell you where it is. And, yeah, but there's secret, a secret. Em- yeah, it's a secret <laughs> employee entrance that makes it so you never have to go past that section of the park unless you work there. Unless and, you work there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so it's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to see anybody that I would have known forever ago when Impractical Jokers started. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yep. Yeah. Because well, I, I do. keep. That's my. Because in the early seasons, they always went to like, they always went to like Seaside or or Great yeah. Adventure. And I'm like always checking. I'm like, I wonder if I know anybody in the background here. Somebody who's <laughs> been on who just had no idea, doesn't watch Impractical Jokers and was just on the show. <laughs> That'd be really fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm like looking in the background, trying to find people. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. Well, any, uh, any final thoughts? We're going to do a little bit of a shorter one this week. Um, don't feed the Yagwai and check out more at studio two three two dot net. Going back to Fallout three, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And, and wash your hands. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week with more of this fucking nonsense. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>